Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. Um, Humility is present. My name is Michelle, and I'm a compulsive overeater, and I appreciate, I think I appreciate being asked to speak. Um, and, and actually, I appreciate the, the technical glitch because it, it just brings me back to this moment. And that's all we have, right? Um, the tools of the program are such an important part of my program. And uh, I really am glad to be able to share on that. Oh, and I'm nervous. Um, surprise. I... I also want to say if there are any newcomers, um, this this is my experience. Um, this is not OA. This is my journey. Um, and so take what you want, leave the rest, and try lots of meetings if if this meeting doesn't doesn't do it for you. Um, I, I'm used to using the format of what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, so that'll kind of be a frame for my very unorganized share today. Um, I think I intentionally didn't like plan it out because the tools are the the foundation for my share. But what it was like um, is that I grew up a chubby kid that turned to food for emotional reasons, lost my dad when I was 13, um, actually just celebrated the 41st anniversary of that loss. And, you know, I. I was a chubby kid before that, but then food really became my solace. Um, You know, my mom was pretty depressed after losing her young husband. I had a younger brother who was not always that great to be around. Um, And and food, I could count on it. I could count on food and my dog. Um, And... And so that that was kind of my my general story. My, My sponsor always talks about being a garden variety compulsive overeater and that's that's who I am um so maximum weight just for qualification I I last measured the the highest measured weight was over 400 pounds um did lots of different things to try to address that um long before I came into these rooms um I don't need to get into a ton of details about that, but I had some success um, in air quotes for those of you listening to the podcast. Um, and and it didn't it didn't work because it's it's a three legged stool, right? Physical, emotional, and spiritual. I, I could succeed in in the physical, and then gain it back and succeed again, and you know what what have you. That that's not a very unique story. Um, what happened was in 2004, I entered, I, I think it's going to be an air quote kind of day, um, this room um, and this very room. And, and there's a few folks in this room today that were in that room then. Um, and, and, and I learned that there was a different path. Um, 
and I learned about tools. Um, I learned that no one was going to tell me what my plan of eating was, which was great because I had given myself permission to run screaming from the room if someone said what I had to do related to eating. Um, and yeah, so 2004 came into this room, um, had some some recovery and 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 some physical um, physical recovery. And and I, as I look back in hindsight, I don't really think I ever fully committed to the actual work of the program. I had a sponsor, but I wasn't really working the steps. Um, I, I just it, it didn't. I'm not a gardener, but I, I think there's something about things taking root. Nothing took root. Um, and in 2008-ish, I moved across the bay um, and, and I kind of stepped away. I tried failingly in my, in my recollection to, to find some meetings on the peninsula and, and it didn't happen. Um, so fast forward um, around 2015, I don't have the exact date. I found myself back in the rooms and, and I'm not leaving. Um, so, so that's, that's part of the, what happened. What it's like now is that um, bit by bit, I'm, I'm working my way through the tools. Um, and, and finding ways to incorporate them. The one that bubbled up for me the most is writing. Um, and, and there's lots of different forms of writing these days, just like there's lots of different forms of having a meeting. I'm sitting here in my office, my home office, in a room with all of you and, and we're all video screens. So one way of writing is a pen on paper. And that's that's the way that I used to write. And now you can write on Facebook or you can write on a blog and and it was an interesting juxtaposition that this morning some of the memories that I saw in those electronic writing modes um, reminded me that it was actually 10 years ago today I was not in these rooms it was 2012 10 years ago it was during that time where I had stepped away and and I made a choice to seek an outside solution for the physical part. And, and it, I realized in reflecting this morning um, that it was actually at that moment that I started taking steps back to right where I'm sitting today to be in this room with you guys, because it was at the point where I had exhausted what I could do without the other two legs of the stool. And I, I was like, oh, wait, there's another solution. I remember those great people I met back in 2004. And I, and I, that I, I do believe, and it was a really cool juxtaposition that it was 10 years ago today that I started finding my way back to this room. And so by seeing my writing about that, I got to remember that, um, that there's a different solution, you know? So the other, the other um, writing is that it was, Four years ago, I was 12 days into um, what I think of as a reset, a food reset. It was an elimination diet, not not diet to lose weight, but a, an elimination plan to try to figure out what what actually what does my body need to eat, you know? And and that that I, I saw a blog post that I had written. And and so again, just writing. There's lots of different versions of writing, um, and and I I very much appreciate the opportunity to both 
express what's in my heart um, and then to be able to read it and reflect on it down down the road. So so that was pretty cool. Um, sponsorship is such an important key to my program. I think someone may need, there we go. Um, I, I'm very blessed to have a sponsor that, um, that really like helps me remember that we just show up as we are and, and I don't have to be perfect. I, I, I want to be perfect. I mean, let, let's be honest. I, I want to do this program just right. I want to know what I need to do. Just tell me and, and I'll, I'll check the boxes off and I'll do it. And that isn't how it works. And my sponsor um, really gets that and, and honors that and doesn't, I don't know. Sometimes I think just like when I, I joked about when the mic wouldn't work, I'm like, well, maybe that's a sign. You know, I recently was asked to sponsor someone and I really, I talked to my sponsor and I'm like, I, I, I wanted her to say, no, I don't, I don't think, you know, and, and it's because I feel like I'm just not going to be enough. I'm not going to do good enough. I'm not going to check all the boxes. And, and the reality is I don't have to, I just get to show up and, and, so, so sponsorship in both directions has just been such a gift for me, um, again, to be able to be accepted for who I am and, and to accept myself for who I am. I think that's the, the two sides of the coin. Um, I'm looking down my list of, of the tools. Meetings, I mean, I, I, I think sometimes I may not attend enough meetings. This is my meeting. This is my home. This is where I am. I, I, I'm in other fellowships another fellowship and, um, and I work full time and all the excuses, but, but if I don't get to come to this meeting, it, it makes a difference in my week. So, so meetings and being witnessed and witnessing others, um, hearing people share it, it helps break the isolation. I, I could sit and do all the other tools by myself, right? I mean, I, I could write, I could do, do everything, but without, having other fellows be part of that, I feel like there's just a missing, a missing piece. So, so being here um, with each of you is, is an important part of my week. Um, literature. I, I, I have always tried to have a daily practice um, of, of reading. And, and I often, have, thanks Mike. Um, I often have missed the mark on that. And, and I think it's that perfectionism that I already spoke of, right? It's like, if I, if I don't do it in the right way, in the right timing, uh, you know, and, and the one day at a time um, process helped me to get to, I, I, I was just looking, I, I read on the Kindle, um, some daily readers, and it's almost 200 days that I've actually been reading every day. And, and guess what? That didn't happen. Like when I picked it up 200 days ago, it, I didn't think it was going to be 200 days. <laughs> and, and one day at a time, it's gotten there. Um, so, so yeah, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but um, I think... I think showing up each day and and doing the best that I can do, um, reading 
sparks ideas in my head that then lead to writing. And I just feel like there's such a connection between all of the tools of this program. Um, it always baffles me that meditation isn't a tool, but I guess I can put it into the action plan. Um, and and I've also been meditating using an app. And, and part of me thought, that's cheating. Like meditators just, just sit and they just meditate perfectly. And, and guess what? I needed, I needed a tool. Um, and, and I'm at 190 days of doing that each day. Like, and, and now it's like brushing my teeth. Like, so, so repetition and, and, um, just showing up and being willing to do it for one day. The first time I, I committed to an abstinence back way back in 2004, my sponsor at the time was like, what about just for today? And, and that, I don't know, that, that is the foundation I feel like for establishing an action plan and for establishing um, routines and habits and um, yeah. And, and again, that three-legged stool, it's not just what I'm putting in my mouth and it's not just having conscious contact with my higher power. It's all of the pieces together um, making that stool stable. Um, another, another part of writing that, that has been just a blessing is a gratitude thread that I'm on um, with fellows in, in this room. Um, and it it's it's writing it's reflecting it's it's being in the moment um and some days i don't feel that grateful um and and i still find a way to to turn what's what's not feeling that great into something that i can be grateful for um and and actually putting it in words again helps me to reflect and helps me to to um, incorporate it into my my everyday, like I, it, the thoughts come up to me in you know in in different times during the day, and it helps me to reframe um, hard times. I mean, and and then I, I think about what I shared that 41 years ago I lost my dad, and that in a lot of ways has turned me into the person that I am, and and being able to do the work that I do, and so composting difficult things into beautiful things um, is a big part of of the process I think um, and I'm really rambling um, telephone telephone um, also takes on lots of forms in in this day and age right I mean it used to be picking up the phone and making a call I'm not very good at that I'm really not very good at that, but I can pick up the phone and I can text somebody. I can pick up the phone um, and and read someone else's text. You know, um, it again it connects us to each other to be able to have have that um, connection with another fellow and not just have my brain circling over things and trying to figure things out. Um, and, and as, as I'm thinking about all of this, I still, I still feel that perfectionism in me, but, but there's a level of just accepting 
what actually is um, and and just taking it from there. Um, yeah. I, I don't know that I have anything else to say, um, except that this program works. This program is a one day at a time program and you just have to show up. You don't have to be perfect. Um, sometimes your mic isn't gonna work and then it might start working. Um, and I, I really appreciate each of you being in this room and I think that's all I've got. Thank you.